Welcome to the fourth branch program. Glad you can make it. I am MD. This program is dedicated exclusively for those with common sense, a spirit of patriotism, and a determination for a more perfect union. Stay tuned as we begin the discussion of a very important, interesting, and enlightening topic. Hope to hear from you soon. Happy listening. Welcome to the fourth branch program, the place. For common sense. Today is Saturday, October 5th, 2019. I am MD. We will continue the conversation about the 2020 presidential election. If you joined us before, thank you. Your participation makes the journey a little bit lighter, a tad more bearable. If you join us for the first time, once again, welcome. The fourth branch program is not associated with any political party. And we at the fourth branch do not have any political agenda or aspiration. Our ultimate objective is to perfect the union. And in order to do so, we ought to remove the biggest obstacle, ignorance. JFK said that the ignorance of one voter in a democracy impairs the security of us all. Thus lies the importance of eradicating ignorance from our society. Today we continue the conversation about the 2020 presidential election. For those of you who have joined us before, you would already be aware of the fact that we do not have this conversation based on political affiliation based on talking point or soundbite. Yes, we do have personal opinion, but we do put aside our preferences as we explained before in a particular podcast, previous podcast, we explained that we do have preferences. However, our preferences do not cloud our judgment in terms of figuring out what the best possible objective outcome would be. We gave an example as to what in the 2016 presidential election, what our preferences were, but what our conclusion were, which were very different from our preferences. Today, of course, a lot of people are very focused on what been going on in Washington, especially in regards to the possibility of impeachment of Donald Trump. Rightfully so. In our case, we will focus mostly on the 2020 presidential election without losing sight of what's going on in Washington. In other words, we'll continue to discuss the 2020 presidential election, but we will also Keep in mind that things can change anytime depending on our past, 
and are profound the discussion around impeachment have become. So those who are looking for a place that would strengthen your beliefs, that would strengthen your political affiliation, the fourth French program is not such place. We do not subscribe to either major political party. In fact, we do not subscribe to any political party at all. That's the reason our preferences, you would not necessarily know about them until afterward, just as, as we explained last time about what our preferences were during the 2016. Because our objective is not to tell you what we think, is not to tell you how to go about voting, but rather to provide information, objective information that give you the necessary tool to make decision that not only would benefit you, would benefit the country, but more importantly, would benefit future generation. We'll give you a quick update about what is currently going on in uh, the 2020 campaign, especially in the Democrat side. And we will come back to discuss in greater detail what you should expect will happen in the next few days. This is the fourth French program, the place for common sense. I'll be right back. My God be my provider He be my protector So I go higher Yo baby and he be my My God be my provider He be my protector So I go higher Oh yeah I don't do them many things People say me and I day If you wish me well I wish you well Mimi nyawo be my I don't do them anything. Here is what's uh, making news in the 2020 presidential election, especially on the Democrat side. If you've been watching closely, the candidates just put out their uh, the total amount they raised for the quarter that just passed. That's the third quarter. Now, if we're looking at uh, the numbers, you would say at this point that Elizabeth Warren, uh, Bernie Sanders rather, is winning according to the latest report, which was filed with FEC. Bernie Sanders raised $25.3 million. Elizabeth Warren come, came second with $24.6 million. Now, Joe Biden, who we will talk about in a moment in terms of polling, came fourth behind Pete Buttigieg at $15.2 million. So if numbers in terms of amount of money raised were to be any indicator, 
then Joe Biden is already losing ground. Now, it is necessary to point out two very important things in that piece of information that I just gave you. Both Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are not accepting or soliciting help or money from corporation, from large donors. In other words, the fact that they can come on top of everybody else with just money collected from individual should not be discarded. In fact, that amount of money is huge when you think about it, it just for one quarter, that three months. In three months, both at Bernie Sanders came at 25.3 and Elizabeth Warren at 24.6, pretty much tied. It is a huge deal because of what I just mentioned, that that kind of uh, money that they raised came from single donors. Even uh, Joe Biden that came forth at 15.2 cannot claim that because a large portion of the money collected by Joe Biden came from large donors, major donors, and some corporation. Which means if we had to apply logic to that, you would say, despite the fact that, which is the next piece of information that we will talk about, Joe Biden currently is leading uh, in terms of polling. According to the latest poll, national poll, Joe Biden is sits at 24%. Elizabeth Warren comes second at 21%. Bernie Sanders comes third at 16%. Now, this is a little bit confusing because up to this point, despite the fact that Joe Biden with large corporation pouring money into him cannot match Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren in the amount of money that they raise it. Now, most people, political pundit, political expert, everybody is saying that Joe Biden is holding firm as being on top of, of uh, the polling system. Now, as you know, here at the forefront, we apply logic, we look at everything through the prism of common sense. Now, how in the world is that possible that Joe Biden could be the top guy when it comes to polling and yet unable to raise as much money as those two guys that I just mentioned, which is Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Now, saying that doesn't justify that they are winning, but it doesn't make sense either that the people that are giving them money would turn around and say we prefer Joe Biden. Now, that's not impossible. However, in terms of both Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, those are individual donors. That means the people who actually give those two candidates money are very much inclined to support those candidates. Put differently, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders have many, many more people supporting them than there are people supporting Joe Biden. How can I possibly know that? Well, everything is number. We refer again to 
the amount of money that they raised. Now, if we were to put Bernie Sanders with Elizabeth Warren with the amount of money that they raised, in other words, you would have said that those two together crush Joe Biden. Now, what does that mean moving forward for the Democrat Party? The writing seems to be coming more str stronger and stronger that Joe Biden may be losing ground. Now, if you talk to anybody in the Joe Biden camp or you talk to any political pundit, political expert, they seem to believe that Joe Biden is holding firm. But here at the forefront, we have a completely different idea about what they're watching, what they're seeing. As I just mentioned, numbers do not lie. The fact that, that Joe Biden cannot raise as much money despite having large corporations, large donors giving him money, that means he doesn't have as many people providing that kind of support to him. The question would be, why? Why would that many people support him but not giving him money? What is the logic behind it? This is what we will try to figure out as we continue the conversation about the race to 2020. This is the fourth French program. The place for common sense. Cash, coal, that's what I need. is even more confusing if we remove uh, the national poll and start looking at this in terms of race because according to uh, a Harris poll that just came out just recently the last week of September it's even more confusing to if you're looking at the amount of money raised by the two candidates I mentioned Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and uh, of course in comparison to joe biden and you look at for instance the number of black voters that are currently supporting joe biden according to the latest poll joe biden is leading the pot by a whooping 36 percent bernie sanders that came second came at 12 percent that's a 24 point lead how is that possible how could 
Joe Biden be so far ahead in the polling and yet unable to raise money? It's a mystery we will try to figure out shortly. Now, in the meantime, you might uh, already be aware that Bernie Sanders were, was hospitalized. According to doctors, Bernie Sanders suffers of a heart attack. Now, that, what, that is not what his campaign said. They were trying to kind of uh, uh, cloud the, the reason that Bernie Sanders was rushed to the hospital. Now, granted, as we're talking about it, he's already released from the hospital and is recovering. He's still in Las Vegas. That's where he actually went to have a heart surgery. And uh, he will be flying back to his uh, state, Vermont, over the weekend. Now, Bernie Sanders is 78 years old. And of course, having a heart surgery is no small thing for anybody. Much, even, much, much critical for someone who is 78 years old. What does that mean going forward? Now, Bernie Sanders' uh, campaign and Bernie Sanders himself was quick to show presence and uh, let people know that he's all right. He let uh, he provided some sort of uh, of uh, note saying that he feels great and he's ready to participate in the t in the debate that's going to take place in uh, Westerville, Ohio, uh, in uh, October 15th. And of course, Bernie Sanders is qualified to be in that debate. And he also mentioned that he will be on the campaign trail considering what he has been doing. Now, a word of caution here. We mentioned in our broadcast that Bernie Sanders are going through uh, heart surgery uh, should cons start considering his option because number one according to most health expert someone who has had a, a, a heart surgery requires four to six weeks uh, of rest obviously Bernie Sanders cannot rest he is running to become the next president of the United States and resting for four to six weeks, which means it would lag behind by four to six weeks. And uh, it is a long time in election, four to six weeks in any one week period. In fact, sometimes uh, in a day period, a lot of things can change. If you disappear from the campaign trail, four to six weeks, you're pretty much out. So it is understandable that Bernie Sanders is not going to do that. But not doing that also is at the risk of having to be rushed to the hospital again. And of course, as I mentioned, at 78 years old, if Bernie Sanders has to be rushed to the hospital again, there is a pretty good chance he may be, he may be uh, advised to drop out of the race. Put differently, it would be better for Bernie Sanders to rest and try to catch up later than trying to force the issue and have to drop later. That may be a hard choice, but it seems 
like it may come to be a choice. As I mentioned, heart surgery is never a simple thing. And for someone who is 78 years old, it takes longer to heal, it takes longer to recover, and of course what that means also, even when you feel that you're okay, but internally, as you're getting older, your reproductive cells are not working as fast as they used to, which means everything slows down as you're getting older. And if you're exerting yourself on top of that, then you can almost rest assured that you're not giving your body time to heal. You are abusing your body. Now, despite the fact that most health experts say that you should rest four to six weeks, they put the amount of time for a complete healing to six months. Now, if you want to be fair, this is not something that someone running for the presidency, bidding for the presidency of the United States can afford. Understand. But, those who support Bernie Sanders might start looking at the possibility that it might not be in the race for too long. Whether it's today, whether they continue to hide what's going on with him, you may see him less and less often in the campaign trail. His schedule may be less of, you may have fewer and fewer schedule. You may start seeing that because he does need to recover. And if his doctor is advising him, chances are the doctor may be telling him exactly what I'm saying now. And if he doesn't pay attention, the outcome could be more serious. As such, to those who support Bernie Sanders, keep your eyes peel, keep your ears open, because Bernie Sanders' days in the campaign trail may be numbered. We'll be right back.
I mentioned earlier that the next debate will take place in Westerville, Ohio, at Ottenbein University on October 15th. That debate will be uh, hosted by CNN, and I believe uh, Aaron Burnett and uh, uh, Anderson Cooper will be the uh, moderators. Now, to participate in the third debate, you may recall the last debate, we had 10 candidates. Uh, last debate, there were just 10 candidates on the panel. This time, those 10 candidates will be joined by two more. That Tulsa Gabbard, who was not qualified for the third debate, and Tom Steyer, the billionaire, the one that's been, uh, that was at the forefront of running campaign for the impeachment of Donald Trump. He too will be joining the 10 candidates who participated in the last debate. Now, to qualify for the debate is not that difficult. In fact, I would say that the requirements are pretty small. You only have to be, to register at 2%, just 2% in four of the last 21 polls. I mean, that's not a lot to us, right? And the second, uh, the second uh, 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 requirement is you have to have 130,000 people who gave money to your campaign. That's not a lot. That's really small. Just 2%, 130,000 people giving money. Now, there is a by uh, 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 another aspect of the requirement that uh, for within the 130,000 individual, you must at least have 400 donations that come from 20 states. In other words, if you are, were to have 130,000 people give you money, all of them from New York, you would not be qualified. Although you meet the 130,000 people, but they're not, uh, they're not in, in different states. They have to be from at least 20 states. Yet, that's not really a lot of requirement because if you're bidding for the presidency of the United States, I don't see a big deal for you to have people giving you money from 20 different states. If you cannot prove that at this stage in your campaign, I think you should consider very seriously dropping out. Talking about that, we still have 20 candidates officially that are still on the run, but only 12 will participate on the debate stage. Now, in all fairness, for those who do not have the ability to participate in the debate stage, it's really time for those people to just drop out of the race, because the debate stage is where candidates would have the opportunity to show to the audience and to the national audience, people are watching via TV, the credential, what they have in terms of uh, policies, implementation, proposal for the country. Now, if you do not have that stage, it becomes impossible for you to become relevant and even more difficult for you to make your point. As such, I don't see any reason why those people 
are still in the race. Now, having said that, you may recall that I mentioned usually, regularly, we expect candidates to be dropping out of the race after the Iowa caucus, which slated for uh, uh, February 3rd, 2020. That's next year. So the Iowa caucus is not coming anytime soon. My suspicion is most of those candidates, they want to show up in the Iowa caucus and uh, try to make presence there. Some, I suspect, may not even have the ability to take a flight there, let alone participate in the caucus. Regardless, in the past presidential election, usually this is where the sorting happens. No matter how many people vying for the office of the presidency, at the Iowa caucus, that's where they will find whether they have any chance of making it anywhere. As such, not only for those who have not had a chance to participate uh, in the debate stage, and some who are lucky enough to be on the debate stage, we're expecting the Iowa caucus to get a lot of those people to just walk away from the whole thing. Currently, according to the latest poll, Elizabeth Warren is leading in Iowa caucus, in the Iowa caucus. I believe that uh, Joe Biden comes second, and uh, right behind Joe Biden is Bernie Sanders. So in other words, those three musketeers are still at the top of the ticket. But one thing that's worth noticing is the fact that a few weeks ago, Joe Biden was leading the pack in Iowa by a few points. Today, Elizabeth Warren is leading. Obviously, the Elizabeth Warren camp has been making gradual progress in the poll. One thing worth noted, noted about Elizabeth Warren campaign, since she started, she had put in place a campaign that's lasting, a campaign that she, from the very beginning, foresaw that she would go all the way to the end. And as such, she wasn't waiting for the poll to put offices in uh, key states and to make certain that she had full staff in those states and so far it looks like it's paying off and Elizabeth Warren continue to grow to increase in the poll but one thing that's missing at this point as we have been observing is the fact that so far Elizabeth Warren has not been put through fire. Another way of saying that nobody has attacked Elizabeth Warren, nobody has challenged her, nobody has tried to put her on the defensive. As such, it is still early for us to say whether Elizabeth Warren has what it takes to become the Democrat nominee and eventually the President of the United States. For all purpose of discussion, she has 
great campaign team. She has great plan for the country and she is very good at explaining to everyone what she has in store. And another important aspect of her campaign that people should be very familiar with, Elizabeth Warren doesn't dance around issues even when it's not popular. Just like Bernie Sanders was in 2016, Elizabeth Warren, whatever she stands for, whatever she is for, she explained it, not move away from it, not dance around it, so she knows exactly what she wants to do for the country. This is an important aspect of any candidate. Even Joe Biden, that's leading the part, has been so far dancing around issues. And if something is not, doesn't sound right for a particular group, Joe Biden tend to change his message or craft his message to please that group. Which one is best? Recalibrate your message so that you can get to those who don't like what you say or stand what you believe in and let people decide whether to join you. That is what we will be using in order to figure out who will be the last man or woman standing in the 2020 presidential race. My God be my provider He be my protector So I go higher Yo baby and if I become My God be my provider He be my protector So I go higher Oh yeah I don't do them many things She will say me and I If you wish me well I wish you well If you've been listening to this podcast or you've been watching my broadcast by now, you should be very familiar with the fact that I already said, and I did most likely say that in my last podcast, that the election, the 2020 election will go to a Democrat. Now, we don't know who that person is going to be yet. I wrote a three-part, a four-part article titled, The Reason Donald Trump Will Not Be Reelected." And those I wrote a while back. In fact, the last article was published on May 31st, 2019. So we're not talking about now just because we're talking about Donald Trump impeachment. That's something that I published a while back. Uh, the last part of the four-part article was published 
on May 31st, 2019. And I said, I encourage you to visit the peoplebranch.org website to read about the detail behind my case. Why Donald Trump will not be reelected. Now, needless to say that all the Trump supporters shrug off and think that I could be uh, just another lunatic or another uh, dim liberal talking. I made my case uh, a long time ago and I stand by that case. Now, let's look at a couple of scenarios to see what would happen if any of those two scenarios change. Now, one scenario is in the Democrat Party. Scenario one. The second one is in the Republican side. Scenario one. Bernie Sanders has to exit the race earlier than expected. That is possible. I just explained earlier that he had a heart surgery. Now, so far, he hasn't said anything about dropping out of the race, dropping off the race. But we don't know. He's at home recovering. He's going to fly back home to rest a little bit. But he's going to try to show presence in order to keep his campaign alive. But our body is not made of metal. Especially as we're getting older, it's become getting recovering becomes a slower process healing is a much slower process which means at 78 years old no matter how much in good health that Bernie Sanders is having after a heart surgery which is a major organ that helps us stay alive needless to point out that's going to have some sort of physical impact on his body. How much? I don't know. Of course, he has doctor. Uh, he's well cared for. But that doesn't prevent us from being sick. That doesn't prevent our body from saying that I have enough. Now, bidding for the presidency of the United States, running crisscrossing the country is a very grueling task even young people become very old overnight just crisscrossing the country trying to win vote not only are you traveling to various places you don't eat well because you cannot you don't have time to eat well you don't have time to rest because what's in your mind is saying what you have in mind is talking to people about what you have as solution for the country so you completely forget about yourself but your body doesn't forget about what it's going through as such there is a likelihood that if bernie sanders pushes the the boundaries he may end up suffering an earlier fate which is without any doubt if you want to stay alive to bow out that's scenario number one what would happen if he bow out now there is no formula when a candidate leaves a race especially a candidate such as bernie sanders who has a large following 
what happened to the people who were supporting him? Do they just go back home and not support anybody else? Of course not. That's not the way it works. They all Democrats. They must obviously prefer Bernie Sanders. But if Bernie Sanders is not in the race, would they all go to Elizabeth Warren? Or would they start dividing their preferences? Most likely the latter. But how is that vote, how is that support going to be reported? That is something we will take a look at next week. Hopefully Bernie Sanders will still be in the race. We will not be too late to talk about it. That's scenario number one. Now scenario number two, which we'll talk about in just a moment. What if, what if Donald Trump is impeached? Currently, what's going on is not an impeachment. It's an impeachment inquiry. And by the look of everything that's going on, despite all the Republicans that have rallied around him to defend him, more and more dimming, damaging information coming saying that Donald Trump has been caught committing a crime. And this time, it's very simple for everybody to understand. And this time, the Democrat Party is in control of Congress. And this time, it doesn't look like Nancy Pelosi is joking. So the question is fair. What if Donald Trump is impeached in just a moment? it matter if Donald Trump is impeached? Well, there are two parts to two answers to this simple question. We're all familiar with Donald Trump. How he reacts. How he always looking for a fight. In fact, he antagonized people looking for a fight. That's Donald Trump. We're all familiar with that. You remember at some point the country, the world even was on edge. Donald Trump antagonizing Kim Jong-un. 
North Korean uh, leader. That was a moment in time when the world thought at some point we may be heading towards catastrophe. You had two lunatics that yelling and screaming at each other. That's Donald Trump. Now, we know how this whole thing ended. But there is another aspect to Donald Trump is, and that pretty much all movies are the same way. They always looking for a fight until they get a fight. Now, Donald Trump still looks as if he's trying to be defiant. But everybody, every report that comes out of Washington tells us that Donald Trump is shaking like a leaf because he never thought in a million years that all the time he's been defying, he's been uh, 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 trying to, to, to seek to look for a fight with Congress. He never thought in a million years that he will, he will ever get that fight. He thought those people were afraid of him. And he woke up to find out that's not the case. Now, so far, with all those people still defending Donald Trump, he still feels that he has leverage, but he doesn't. And the reason he doesn't, because previously, when the White House refused to provide document asked by Congress, it was a fight, it was irritating, it was they there was no 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 consequence but today when the white house refused to provide document it's added as obstruction of justice to the impeachment meaning that every time that the white house or someone who works for the trump administration refused to comply with congress it's obstruction of justice added to the impeachment and those are crime that require that the president of the United States be removed from office. In other words, it's no longer just talk. It's serious. Now, Donald Trump may still play the especially the legal uh, part of the Trump administration, may still play hardball. But they don't have a lot of room to maneuver at this point. Because by what we've been seeing so far, Nancy Pelosi has ended the idea of dancing with Donald Trump. Now she's serious about holding the Trump administration accountable. If you've been watching the news, you'll find out that it's not just Donald Trump that's under the gun. The Secretary of State, the Vice President, the Secretary of uh, Treasury, Everybody is under the gun. Now, it's so bad that the Secretary of Energy, Rick Perry, already said he's leaving this November. So people start seeing that this is no more joke. So the question is, what if Donald Trump is impeached? Now, there are two scenarios. Remember I mentioned earlier that the, the, the presidency goes to the Democrats. Now, I did make certain, even in all the four-part article, that I mentioned that my conclusion 
is based exclusively on one thing that Donald Trump is the candidate in 2020. What if he's not? Because if he's impeached, at some point, just like we saw for the Nixon administration, Donald Trump is the type of person that once it becomes clear to him that he's losing, I am expecting Donald Trump to just walk away from the presidency. Yes, you heard correctly. Donald Trump is not going to stick around trying to see if he can win in 2020 if he's impeached and the impeachment procedure start and the damning evidence that keep piling up today continue to pile up it will become very obvious that a lot of republicans today that are still on donald trump's side will start moving away from him and donald trump will be it will become very obvious to donald trump that there is no way around it is boxed in there is no victory for him and once that becomes obvious it will be for certain that donald trump will walk away from the presidency in other words there will be a different candidate most likely mike pence assuming that mike pence himself is not involved in that scandal so how is the 2020 presidential election going to end? As you can see, it is already an exciting moment for those who can see through the prism of common sense. And this is the fourth French program, the place for common sense. I hope you enjoyed this presentation and uh, you can join me again next time in which we will discuss the last part that we talked about what if Donald Trump is impeached what does it mean would Mike Pence be able to take the mantle and carry on or would Mike Pence be also embroiled in the scandal that he would not stand a chance either in other words, would the Democrat walk into the Oval Office without any opposition? That is something to watch. And that is a possibility in the 2020 presidential election. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon and a great weekend. See you next time.
Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the People Branch publication, which can be found on the People Branch website located at peoplebranch.org. That's P E O P L E B R A N C H.org. That's peoplebranch.org website in which you will find a number of very interesting articles my name is mike duchenne md for short i hope you have a great afternoon or a great evening whichever it happens to be hopefully you can join me again next time for another interesting episode of this podcast that was the fourth branch live from new york good day